When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the Boundary AFLW podcast. My name is Nick Negropontis. My name is Chloe Malloy. We have a special thing we're doing here today, Chloe. Same yes. as last year. I know, for the second time running, we must have been half decent at it. We must good. have. <laughs> Why didn't you take us through? Well, we have the honour of announcing the AFLPA 22 under 22 side. The squad. The squad. The side squad, is not coming the side. Soon? The side is dictated by the by people. By you, by the people. The people. The, the listeners. People yes. But we are, we are here to reveal to you the squad of 40 players and go through it, go through our teams, go through all the rules and stuff, and then we'll be joined by St. Kilda star Georgia Patrikios to get her thoughts on it and St. Kilda's season in general. So it's, yes. a, it's a pretty pretty fun podcast for you today. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. If you picked up on who we're interviewing, you might already have one person of the squad. Or two, if you include Simoy, <laughs> who's also eligible. I am eligible, last surprisingly. Year, last year's captain. Yes. This is this is this is your last year of eligibility though. I isn't know it? it is. I know it's quite sad. I'm getting old. Talking on. <laughs> talk talk for yourself. <laughs> so basically, before we reveal the squad of forty, so this is how the twenty two under twenty two works. If you've been living under a rock for you know, a considerable past, so they've been doing it for the women's season. I think this is the third year now. Um, they've obviously been doing it for the men's season since twenty thirteen. I think. I forgot to copy and paste that bit. But um, for a player to be eligible in this squad of 40, they obviously have to be 22 or under, as the name suggests. Yes, 22 or under, hence why I'm eligible, because I'm actually a December baby going on 23, but I'm 22 at the time of the AFW season, and at the commencement of it, I'm still 22. Love a good technicality. (laughs) But you're 22, so that's all good. Um, and they also have had to have played five games this year. So Olivia Purcell makes it, even though she got injured, but Nina Morrison doesn't because she didn't play Such at all. Such a shame, yeah. Which is, yeah, a different kettle of fish. Um, the AFL Players Association obviously put this together. They select the squad of 40 with help from champion data. Um, we didn't have any say in the squad. Don't tweet Absolutely at us. None. We are just here to, to, to talk about it because it's a really cool initiative and uh, give, it, give it a bit of a pump up and give our own thoughts. Yeah, I like that we're doing... Off champion data too, not just stats and numbers, because mm. you'll actually get some plays in there. He like, oh yeah, didn't didn't realize that. Um, so I'm excited to announce the squad. Do you want to go through a little bit of history of the squad? Yes. So before we get into the the forty themselves, so 15 players who were made the squad last year have retained their position. Obviously, some players simply age out, like uh, Sarah yeah. Allen or um, who else? Oh, I, I can't think of the top of my head. I've got this. Actually, I've got the team right here. Uh, who else? Libby Birch. Yeah, uh, uh, she yes. would have aged out. Uh, Roxy Rue, maybe. Oh yeah. Or, or did yeah. she just miss out? Jesse Wardlaw, Ebony Marinoff, 
Uh, so they they would have just simply been too old. But 15 <laughs> players who made the squad last time have made it this time, which shows consistency. 11 players from the 22 last year made the squad again. Um, and Carlton has the most players with five. What is... <laughs> What does what does that mean in terms of? Do you want me to be honest? What it means? What does it mean? It means you finished bottom of the ladder, so you've got young draft picks. <laughs> but it's not true. <laughs> young top draft. No, I know. <laughs> I was just trying to rub salt in the wound, but it didn't um, really work. Well, technically, because Prisparkus was a top three pick, Lucy McAvoy was a top three pick because you guys finished on the bottom of the ladder and gave <laughs> us that pick. Um, Abby McKay and Grace Egan were uh, picks who that we got because of like. Academy or something? Or oh, through the... McKay was father-daughter. Father father-daughter. But Egan was a Richmond priority selection who we took and oh, they yeah, passed. Ma- yeah, okay. And yep. then Georgia G is the GOAT. Um, first round pick as well. <laughs> um, so Carlton has the most and yet they didn't make finals. Um, but we won't talk about that. But that's exciting to see five young kids in this side. Yes. Means, you know, big things coming for Carlton. Maybe not this year, but to come. So, yep, so we'll get to Georgia Patrikios soon, but before we do that, let's actually go through the squad of 40. So starting with the forward line, and yourself, Chloe Malloy, have, has been named as one of the 22-22, Chloe Malloy, Isabel Huntington, Tyler Hanks from Melbourne, one of the breakout players of, of this season, Sabrina Duffy from Fremantle, uh, no surprises there, Jess Fitzgerald from the Bulldogs, second pick in the draft, Lucky she has uh, midfield forward eligibility, which is good for your fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> Chloe Shear and Danielle Ponta from the Crows. Uh, of it, no, no surprises there. Katie Lynch from the Bulldogs. I think she played defense. Yep, she was in defense this year. Listed as a forward and obviously ex pi as well. Yep. Uh, Isabel Lewis, who had a good year for the Eagles. Daisy Bateman from North Melbourne and Dakota Davidson, who had a great year for the Lions. And just to run through the midfield, uh, someone who had a very good year for the Giants, at least Parker. For the Tigers, Monconti, no surprises there. For Carlton, Presparkus, and two St. Kilda nominations, Patrikios and Smith. Mm-hmm. And moving on to, oh, sorry, another Richmond one, Ali McKenzie, number one draft pick, who took an absolute screamer oh, in yeah. their last game. Um, West Coast Eagles, Michaela Bowen, who, Bowen, who's been really, Bowen? Bowen. Michaela Bowen. Bowen, Bowen, Bowen. I think. She, did she make the Australian squad? Yeah, she did. She's she the did only too. West Coast Eagles um, player to make that squad, as well as the only West Coast Eagles player to make this squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in there, and Geelong's Purcell, Isabel Dawes from Brisbane. Oh, gosh, I love watching her this year. She's been so good. Don't worry. If, uh, we'll talk about Isabel Dawes very soon. Uh, another Carlton one for you. Greg, as they like to call her, Grace Egan, Courtney Hodder, the exciting one for Brisbane. Tani White from St Kilda came back from ACL this year. Jess Fitzgerald from the Doggies. Georgia G, the goat from Carlton, Michaela Can from my team, the Pies, Lucy McAvoy and Abby McKay from the Blues to round out the midfield. And yeah. in our rucks, we can't forget the rucks. Go, go for it. Eden Zanka, which she's played a little bit of ruck time. She's a bit of everything, but I guess they need a second ruck nomination. Yes. And then uh, Gold Coast, Laura Bella. As there the you go. Mark. And for the defenders, we can't forget about them. No, Natalie Grider from Brisbane, Rebecca Webster from Geelong, Talia Randall from North, Georgia Garnett from GWS, Eleanor Brown from the Bulldogs, Jordan Allen and Lauren Butler from the Pies, Ooh. Claudia Whitford from the Saints, Maddie Levi from the Suns, Denby Taylor from Geelong, and Emma O'Driscoll from Fremantle. So that's your squad of 40. Shut up, Siri. Um, <laughs> obviously, that will be up online now if you want an easy way to look at that, just head to the AFL Players Association's uh, social pages 
and it'll be all over them and probably on sen.com.au if you want to give that nice little website um, some some of your time. So, yeah. The voting opens April 7th and closes April 14th, so you have a week. You have a full week. Voting opens now. Go. Go to the website. Make your team. Share your team. Tag us in your team. Actually, maybe not. I don't want to get tagged. <laughs> tag us in your thing. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you come up with. Tag, um, tag Pont if you put Georgia G in your team. If, and don't tag me if you don't because I don't want to hear from you. But um, what were, what's, your, what's, your, what's your thoughts on the squad? Yeah, very, I think it's um, quite an exciting squad. Um, some new uh, names and faces, which is cool. I think it's exciting. You know, I actually think that, that team, if they ever could play against another team, would be quite damaging. Um, yeah, I... You know, some picks were easy and they earned their spots throughout the season and some were quite difficult to choose, but um, I managed to put my team together. Some were a little bit stiff maybe to miss out. Oh, yeah. The midfield, I think, for me was probably the hardest yep. hardest one to do. Absolutely. I totally agree. So I loved it when there was a couple that was like, midfield forward. I yeah. was like, oh, thank God, because I need them in the team. I just can't fit them in the midfield. Exactly. It's like, again, it's like your super coach team, which obviously there's no AFLW super coach yet, which is also a shame. Yes, that should that should come. Um, so anyone off the top of your head unlucky to not be in the squad? Um, first one that came to my mind, and I think I was stubborn, I put her in the team <laughs> anyway, um, Charlotte Wilson from, from Carlton was one for me that I, mm. I think I messaged you straight away yep. when we found out the squad, because we had exclusive rights to it. <laughs> um, I messaged you and I was like, where's, where's Willow? Like, yeah. Where is she? I need to put her on my team. She's not there. I'm doing it anyway. So that, that's the first one that came to my mind off the top of my head straight away. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I also brought her up separately as well, ironically. But um, that's okay. Um, Charlotte Wilson actually made the, the, the team last year, interestingly enough. So she was. she's a stiff one for me. Um, Anyone else that came to mind for you? Or not really. Kind of fair. Let's have a look at last year's draft and just see if anyone comes to mind. We're going to do this live. No editing. Live. Of course, when you Google 2020 AFL draft, it only comes up with the men's one, so you have to specifically indicate that it's the women's draft. This is the content you get. You get me Googling live on the podcast. Um, who else? Alyssa Bannon had a good year. Probably Sarah Hardwig is unlucky to miss out. Mimi Hill probably unlucky. I don't know whether she played five games. Mm. Um, oh, she Poor thing did it. Yeah, she might have just missed out with mm. game eligibility. Joanna Lynn is unlucky. Thought she had a good year. Yeah, she's really stepped up this year, actually. Um, she was really good this year. Yeah, she came in, I think debuted round two or three and mm. has held her position. Playing, playing wing mostly? Playing wing, yep. Um, and Lucy Single, I guess, from the Gold Coast also had a pretty good year. But Oh, and Ashley Woodland from the Crows. And um, Sophie Conway, maybe, actually. Oh, is she eligible? Yeah, so- I just looked up, like we said, doing it live, 6th of April 1999, age 21. Interesting. Oh, she made the All Australian squad, so yeah, that's um, that's why I was like, oh, but that's okay. That, that's a t- it's a tough squad to do. If you... It is, and it's off champion data too, which yep. actually I think is more reliable because you actually see pressure stats, yep. like all the little things that people forget about. The one percent is accounted in, in champion data, which is maybe why if you if we've just announced the squad and you're thinking why'd they make it, probably because of their champion data stats. So let's go through our teams. Let's do it line by line. So start with start with your defenders, including your ineligible Charles Wilson pick. <laughs> I know I've got next to her name. Not eligible. Lol. Um, so I'll start off with my defenders. I've got Lauren Butler and Geordie Allen from the Pies. Mm-hmm. Eleanor Brown, Charlotte Wilson, 
Lol. And Nat Grada. And then my defenders sitting on the bench. I have, no, not those two. Denby Taylor and Talia Randall. Yeah, mine's pretty similar. I've got Talia Randall on the field. I thought she was unlucky to miss out on the All-Australian squad. Um, and I've got I've got uh, O'Driscoll in there as well, rather than uh, Denby Taylor, I think. So very similar. The back line is probably the hardest part to analyse, honestly. Um, most defenders, 22 and under. Last year, they had Ewan Huntington in there. Obviously, you now you guys are eligible as forwards. Yeah. So they've had to change it up a bit. Uh, Grider and Randall, I thought, were the standout defenders. Butler, before she got injured. Um, okay, so how about how about the midfield? This is the hard one. This is the hard one. Well, um, and I'm going to admit I made a mistake in mine before before we we speak, but <laughs> can't can't take it back now. So it's all yours. Well, in no absolute particular order, I've gone Elise Parker, Mon Conti, Madison Presparkas, Georgia Petrikios, Ellie McKenzie, and coming off the bench in my midfield is Michaela Can and Isabel Dawes. Yeah. Well, the the top few I think picked themselves Petrakis, uh, Petrakis, Petrikios, <laughs> Parker. There's a there's a that's a tongue twister. Petrikios, Petrakis. Oh God. Monconti obviously picks herself. Um, Olivia Purcell. I know she only played five games this year, but to me she's an elite midfielder anyway, and played in a, a pretty pretty poor team. So I, I, th- I threw her in there. Tiana Smith. I had to get in there because I thought she had an outstanding year for the Saints. Um, and then Isabel Dawes as well because I forgot that Ellie McKenzie was eligible. <laughs> So I do Ellie McKenzie. Sorry, Ellie McKenzie. I mean, this is we we will when the voting opens today, we will put our teams in. Yeah. So we can make little adjustments <laughs> if we want because we're like, oh, well, technically I can't put in Charlotte Wilson. No, no, so, I don't think that option is available. But I'm ha- I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that. Ellie McKenzie, she made the All Australian squad. Good on her. But Isabel Dawes deserved a shout out. Big time. Um, she's had a fantastic year for the Lions. Oh, she's just come out of nowhere, really. Um, yeah. Archie trained alongside her when I went up to Queensland during COVID. She's just a grunt player, like, just in there, not afraid, just like, and I see the pregame videos of her, like, she's listening to, you know, like, dirty, heavy music, <laughs> and then she comes out and she plays like she's still listening to it. We're going to have to get her on the podcast. She sounds like our kind of player. She sounds like a hoot. Um, <laughs> but no, she's, yeah, been someone who stepped up for the Lions this year and just, yeah, like, it's probably been one of their best players this year. Yeah, she absolutely has. She's been a key reason for their uh, climb up the ladder. And I don't think Ellie McKenzie's going to mind being left out of my uh, 22 under 20. She's going to have a pretty full trophy cabinet, I think, by the time <laughs> she's done. Uh, the forward line, uh, Seymour Lake, take us through. I've got Huntington, Tyler Hanks, Sabrina Duffy. See, going back to Hanksy, she was one that was probably yes. played Madonna in midfield, yep. but I was like, I can get her in the forwards. Correct. Um, Sabrina Duffy, uh, myself, Georgia G., and then coming off the bench, uh, Dakota Davidson and Courtney Hodder. Very strong forward line. Now, that, that forward line would kick a lot of forward lines' butts. Uh, <laughs> kick a lot of back lines' butts. Um, so I had exactly the same, except I didn't have Hodder. I had Sabrina Duffy. Yeah. No, you know, sorry, you had Duffy. I had I, Duffy. I had uh, Ponta, Danielle Ponta. And yep. that's the only change, only change in, that one. in that one. So. Yeah, it's 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 such such a good team. I, I've always wondered whether a league would consider doing something like having the twenty two under twenty two team take on like a th- twenty two over thirty team or something. I would love that. I'd pay. I'd to go so, that. I, would, I would pay. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, we we the rucks. Who's your ruck? Uh, I went Zanka just because I had to get her in the team. And I went Laura, Lauren Bella. Who's who's obviously the better ruck, but 
I, I just had the. I know that's the... that's the thing. Like you're trying to get players in the team, and you're like, you know, like I said, I've got Tyler Hanks in my team, but in the forward line when she's, you know, predominantly played mid this year. Yep. So, rot the system when you can. <laughs> and who have you named captain? Because I find this very interesting with how players see other players. Well, I have put Izzy as Huntington. Izzy as Huntington. Izzy as Huntington. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Izzy Huntington as the captain yes. um, this year. I think she just is a quiet achiever. Um, not not boisterous or anything. Um, holds herself well, and I think that's what a captain should do. And my vice captain, um, I've gone Lauren Butler from my team. Obviously, I see a different side to her than yep. others would, so I just uh, think she deserves the vice captain of my side this year. Well, that's totally fair enough. Um, I've got Izzy Huntington, my vice captain as well. So, uh, totally agree there, but of course you're the, you're the, you're the captain of this ship. So so you're, you're my captain. Yay. Um, but yeah, it's a good team. Um, they need to do something that this team needs to play. Oh, they could play the, you know how like they did the 18s Vic versus all stars that they did the 18s and then they did the AFRW's Vic's all stars. Yeah. We should get that team to play the up and coming talent. So play like the under eighteens. Yeah, like they, they'd kill them. But it's like your newies versus like your sort of newies. You'd slaughter them. It would be like two hundred points to zero or something. Well, just kind of mourn. I like no. I like the idea, and I'm up for all represented representative footy. But I feel like that would be a bloodbath. Yeah, now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Um, I did I did like when they did the State of Origin game. Even that's th- what it was called. I was like, what was it called, State of Origin? When they did the one, the AFLW one. They should do that again. They should. 22 under 22 team yeah. versus... 22 over 30. And then if you're in the middle, sorry, <laughs> you miss out. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, something needs to happen. Because they can't do Vic versus Allies again because the Victorian team won by like 90 points or something. Well, so. Victorian's a sporting cat, like the footy capital. So, mm. yeah. But yes, that is... I'm going to put that in the memory bank. I'm going to bring that up another time. Absolutely. The more the more games, the better. Especially if you did that in like October or something. Do it in like the round 23 bye. Yeah. Everyone's got their winter seasons going, so it's not like they're out of form. Yeah. Um, who was your 23rd player? Who was your, your medical sub slash emergency? <laughs> um, probably Danielle Ponta. Yeah, fair call. Cool. bring as my... Medical sub. <laughs> it's your medical sub. We've made rules. There is now a medical sub. <laughs> well, um, I'll have to say Ellie McKenzie <laughs> by default yeah. is my medical That's sub. That's why you included a medical yep. sub because you felt bad. <laughs> I absolutely did. Um, and before we uh, head to Georgia Patrikios, which of these players in your 22 under 22 team are you most confident will be the face of the league in five years' time? That's an easy question off the top of your head. No, it's not. In five years' time. Oh, gosh. You really, really put this on <laughs> me here. Well, I reckon... Oh, I mean, it is hard to go past the number one draft pick, isn't it? Pretty hard. Yeah. Unless you forget that she's in, <laughs> eligible. Yeah. Um, but, I, like, even like someone like Tyler Hanks, who's just, you know, had a couple of years now and, and he's like, People are recognising and she's getting recognition. Mm-hmm. I feel like someone like her could be the face of it. You know, good story. Like, I mean, not that um, Ali's hasn't got a good story, but someone like Kanksy who's he's been under, you know, Daisy Pierce and, and Paxman's wing for so long and now it's like 
you know, sprouting and becoming her own player, mm-hmm. someone like her could be the face of it. Um, so I reckon out of Hanks or Mackenzie for me. Fair enough. Um, well, I think you're in the mix. I think Maddie, no. Maddie's in the mix. Prasparkas, Patricios, Conti. Jeez, they've got a few <laughs> to choose from. You can't list the whole they've team. They've got a few to choose from. I think, oh, well, I made the prediction in the preseason that Monty Conti would be the best midfielder in the comp. I think she's gotten into the top six or seven. I don't know if she's got to number one. Um, number one is a is a tough spot to be, but mm. uh, I think she's more than capable, as, especially as Richmond improves. So I'll say I'll say Moncon. Moncon. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's your twenty two under twenty two uh, squad. Yes. Head to the AFL Players Association's Twitter, Facebook, uh, all of their all their accounts social channels to, to see the squad. Go to their website uh, to pick the team. You can do that up until the 14th of April, and the final team will be announced on the 20th of April after the grand final across AFLPA's uh, social accounts. So keep your eye out and go vote. Like we said, tag us if you want, tag Pont if you <laughs> nominate G Georgia G in your team. Otherwise, go have a bit of fun with it. Go make some controversial calls. Yes. Yeah, enjoy the the 22 under 22 side for 2021. Imagine when it's 22 under 22, 2022. Oh my gosh. That's next year. Yes, hopefully we have the exclusive rights to it again. Well, let's, oh, let's, oh. Hope. let's <laughs> hope. Let's hope we're still here. They haven't kicked us out yet. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I hope I'm still here. Um, but but uh, yeah, more, <laughs> I can't speak. You've, you've ruined me. Morbid chat aside, let's get to, let's get to St. Kilda star Georgia Patrikios. We are joined by Georgia Patrikios, an old teammate of mine, actually, from Colder Cannons, um, who is now starring for the St Kilda side. Georgia, how are you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you going, Chloe? I'm good, I'm good. I heard you got off work early for us, so I'm honoured, absolutely honoured. Yeah, it snuck off early today, which was good. Long weekend, Easter weekend? Yep. You going away? Um, No, I'm just going to have a quiet one at home. What about you? You going away at all? I wish. I wish I was going away. <laughs> what do you mean you wish you go going away? No, I don't wish I was going away. But it's meant to be a crack of weather weekend, so I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, it's going to be a warm one, I think. Mm. And I just remembered that we're recording this a week before it goes out, so none of this weather chat um, oh, is going to work. Cut out. <laughs> Wait, let's hold on. Is the weather good next week? Because maybe we can just well, we can just back it in. That'd be predicting good weather. The weather app doesn't show. Anyway, well, thank you for joining us, Georgia. <laughs> um, uh, from the from the future, this is being uh, sent out on, on Wednesday, April 7th, um, before before the AFLPA 22-22 squad is revealed. Um, congrats on making uh, the squad of 40. Um, what, what do you make of the, the, the quality of the, the young players in the competition around around the league right now? Yeah, I think definitely they've made an impact straight away. Like You see the names of Turner Smith and Alan McKenzie that have come through this year, and yeah, they've really played their role and have really stood out. So yeah, it's exciting to see what's still to come, but yeah, the talent that has come through has just been exceptional and really good to watch. Tiana Smith is a is a great player to name as well. She obviously made made the squad as well as yourself. Um, what kind of impact has she had in that St Kilda midfield next to you? I feel like the two of you are almost like a dynamic duo already. Yeah, so I've really enjoyed playing with her. She's someone that's really reliable in there, um, a strong tackler, very very fast, very agile, um, uses the ball well, um, as you've probably seen throughout the season, she's kicked really, really good goals. Um, but yeah, she's just someone that is good to have in there and she's come through the pathway, which has been good. Um, I've versed her along the way, but yeah, I definitely prefer having her on my team, which is good. So yeah, she's been amazing this season. Yeah, and speaking of a lot of other players, but 
George, how have you found your own season? Um, were you happy with how you've played? Um, yeah, sort of coming into it, I just wanted to continue on my form from last year and just try to have as much of an impact as I could for my team. And I guess we're a bit younger in that midfield group, so just trying to come in and just motivate that group and then just drive that through the rest of the team. But, yeah, I think I did okay and, yeah, just hoping to keep building in the future. I think you did a bit better than okay. I think you're <laughs> <laughs> underselling yourself Thank there. You. A little bit. Um, my, uh, I've got a bit of a weird one, but this is something that I sort of think about as someone who's not a professional athlete in any way, shape or form. Um, you mentioned that there's a lot of quality young midfielders right now, yourself, Presparkas, Elise Parker, Conti, Purcell, all these types. Do you ever like look at them and be like, this is what they're doing that I'm not, or like we both got to this same spot, but why are they there and how did I get here? Like, Do you compare yourself at all to, to players like them? Um, not really. I guess just before I got drafted, they were sort of players that I'd come through the same way and same system that I had. So I just sort of strive to sort of achieve what they did and get drafted and just play as consistently as possible. But no, I don't really see them as like, oh, I want to be them. Like, I just try to stick to my own game and just, yeah, hopefully get the rewards as they have. So, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I know, definitely underselling yourself there. <laughs> Good not to compare. Um, but alongside yourself in the squad, um, Tani White, Tiana Smith and Claudia Whitford have made it. How have you enjoyed um, your season with them, obviously being, you know, same draft year as you? Um, have you enjoyed and gotten closer to any of those girls? Yeah, definitely. I knew Tiny White before she sort of got drafted, but, yeah, being in the system and obviously, you know, Chloe, spending a lot of time with your teammates, um, you do get a lot closer and build those connections. But, yeah, even with Claudia and who else was it, sorry, that made it? Tiny White. Uh, no, Claudia Whitford. Claudia Whitford. Oh, okay, yeah, and Claudia, yeah. Just build those connections throughout the season. But yeah, so glad to see them get some recognition because they obviously have put a lot of hard work in the pre-season. But yeah, to get that recognition for them is great and it's just sort of a motivator moving forward, I guess. Now, um, this is a question to both of you, I guess. If there was, and um, we spoke about this a bit earlier in the pod, Chloe, if there was a 22 under 22 team and that took on a team of uh, 22 players over 30, would the 22 under 22 win or...? What are your thoughts, Oh, you Jean? can go first. No, you can go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon we... Oh. Oh. I'm not really sure who the over-30s are, who's on the, who's yeah, on, no, who's on the verge. Think. The oldies versus the young. Nah, of course the youngies would win, I think. We'd just beat him in the fourth quarter, G, when all their old legs are running yeah. out. <laughs> We'd come over the top of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, the fresher legs, probably. Yeah, I'm going with a win. Rough them up. Yep. Yeah, I'd probably say the youngies, too. <laughs> um... Speaking of squads, George, you've made the 22 under 22 squad, but another one that's um, a great recognition to have, especially in your first year as the All-Australian squad. Um, how did you take this news? Yeah, it's pretty honoured to be in the All-Australian squad because you look down to like the rest of the people that are on that list and they're obviously the strongest players in the AFRW and to sort of be recognised in that sort of group is really special and... Um, yeah, just fingers and toes across that I do get picked, but if not, um, there's heaps of time left. So yeah, just yeah, just gonna see how we go. Roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, overall, with the Saints, I mean, you finished with a pretty strong note um, against the Eagles. Overall, how did you how did you see the the season? Um, coming off last year, we sort of got some more young talent in and sort of 
expected a bit more than what we actually provided and we thought maybe we'd get a couple more wins along the way but um, we definitely learned a lot from the losses we did have um, and I think that will make us better moving forward. Like Peter Sir, our coach, said, we could verse teams such as Collingwood and Adelaide and lose and learn so much from them or play like West Coast and Gold Coast and just sort of be happy with the results. Mm-hmm. So I guess we learn a lot from the games we did lose and it will help us moving forward. Definitely in the long run. And your coach, Peter Searle, how have you found her? She's, um, I, I have a lot of praise for her and I think a lot of people do. What, how have you found working under her this year? Yeah, she's got she's got a wealth of knowledge, Peter. She just loves to share footy, loves to talk footy and just, yeah. Um, whenever you can speak to her about it, she will give you a lot of knowledge. So, yeah, make them, I love to make the most of that resource and she knows her footy well and she was a gun of her when she, when she was playing, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Does she uh, mention that a lot or? Um, no, when she's on the training track and she hits a kick, she loves to say, oh, did you see that? Like, <laughs> that was me back in my day. So, yeah, she's, yeah, she's really good to work with. Um, I, you mentioned uh, playing Adelaide a bit earlier. This is one that I've, I've been wanting to ask a St. A St. Kilda player for a bit. You both were wearing your uh, Indigenous jumpers, but they were both very predominantly white jumpers. Was the was the clash as hard for you guys as it was sort of for people watching on TV? Yeah, definitely. We, I saw a photo, I think it was on Twitter, and yeah. the jumpers looked the exact same. The only thing that you could really tell was the shorts and when you're sort of playing you don't really look oh what shorts to look out for so yeah it was it was really hard to sort of know which team was which and both teams I think had complained at quarter time because mm. it's too hard to tell the difference but I guess you just have to play and I think at one stage they were mentioning maybe to wear bibs but oh, wow. yeah that wouldn't have been professional so bibs. Um, yeah because it was just so hard to tell the difference yeah. like you look up and you see white everywhere so yeah so obviously, yeah. there's not like reversible jerseys or anything with like the black on skins no. versus yeah. <laughs> clash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, no. Wealth of knowledge. You've got some some great players at the Saints. Have you latched on to anyone, any of the older, wiser heads um, at all? In like Kate McCarthy and obviously all your captains there. Anyone that you've kind of gone under their wing this year, George? Um, probably someone that I have is probably Nat Exxon. So during the off season last year. Peter Searle sort of gave me a bit of a challenge and she wanted, to me work, she wanted me to work on my defensive pressure and tackling and Nat's obviously one of the best at it. So she's someone I definitely turn to find advice and just how to get better, I guess. So, yeah, she's one that I sort of gravitated towards once the season sort of finished. Yeah. So, yeah. She is a – you're not going to get a haircut like her, are you, anytime <laughs> soon? <laughs> no, definitely not. No, not at all. <laughs> um, put your trade hat on. What do the Saints need in the twenty twenty? Well, coming into the twenty twenty two season. Um, maybe a a ruckman or ruckwoman would be ideal. Like just someone that can sort of help Poppy Kelly out and re out. So yeah, just someone that can help us win a few more clearances. I love it. Straight to That's the point. What I'd, someone who can hit yeah, straight to straight down uh, G Patricios. Yeah, someone to feed you down the on down the throat. Yeah, just just to win a few more clearances, but yeah, to help Poppy and Reed keep developing, someone yeah yeah would be hellish handy. And well, what does the off season sort of look like uh, for you? Are you going to transition into VFLW stuff? Um, are you going to take some time off? Uh, what 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 is what does the the winter look like for you? Yeah, for me, I think I'm going to have a few weeks off, so three or four weeks, and then sort of build back up in training and running and gym and then going into VFL for the last three or four games. So 
yeah, just have a bit of time off and then get back into footy again and then pre-season's going to come before we know it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably it for me. How did your body hold up this year? Obviously against bigger women, um, you played out every game, which is, you know, a, a credit in itself. Um, how did your body hold up this year? Um, yeah, I did struggle a bit, obviously, with my size. I'm a bit smaller than... Um, most midfielders but um, yeah getting pushed around each week wasn't easy but something I thought I have to work through um, get a bit stronger in off season and um, I'll be able to hold my own for longer periods of time um, next year and in the future so yeah my body did suffer a little bit but um, definitely a work in progress for me. Yeah. Is that sort of another thing you reckon maybe the Saints could use, like sort of that veteran inside midfielder just to sort of take some pressure off yourself and uh, Tiana Smith? And obviously I know uh, Dylan didn't – she was injured a bit this year, wasn't she? Yeah, she had a few yeah. injuries. But, yeah, definitely, yeah, someone that can just come in there and bash and crash would be pretty cool and, yeah, help me play on the outside a little bit more. Fair enough. And Potentially. Before, before we let you go, um, as, a, as a fellow Greek, I need to ask you um, any Greek Easter plans uh, – do you have any tricks with the eggs, or is there is it not a celebrated thing in your your family? Um, no, it's definitely celebrated in my family. Yeah, we like to get get a lot of us around and excellent. Um, yeah, I never win with the egg cracking, so I'm probably not the one for advice. But um, yeah, just gonna celebrate with family, and that's about it. So the, the tip with the egg is apparently you're supposed to put nail polish on it and then let it cool in the fridge. Right. Apparently, All right, they, I'm gonna try that. Yeah, I'll do let it. You know how it do it. It gives you that extra layer of strength, apparently. Um, okay, I'm going to do that. Good. Well, do that. enjoy enjoy your Easter, um, Georgia. Thank you very much for, for coming on to, onto the podcast and congrats on the 22 under 22 squad and the All-Australian squad. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No worries, CJ. Thank you for joining us, Georgia Patrikios. Um, she's been a star for St Kilda this year. Um, she's been actually nominated for AFL PA's MVP. Has for, she? Yeah, she's, she's got the last week, two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's... Definitely a star of this, of the AFRW, and hopefully she can do big things at St Kilda. Um, and yeah, thank you for joining us. Otherwise, that's a show. That's that's a wrap. That's it. That's a- Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. All thanks to McDonald's, Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Subway wrap. Enjoy your AFLW preliminary final weekend.